Hello and welcome to episode 112 of the End to End Football Podcast. You're here with myself, Abbas. I'm also here with two other people, members of the of the group. Unfortunately, one is out. Must be holiday fever. Must be quickly getting, you know, one more holiday in before the lockdown. But who am I here with? Introduce yourselves, please. Boy. <laughs> what we're doing? Yeah, we're doing introductions, yeah. <laughs> Well, Something new. Yeah. Something new. Yeah, I mean, well, it's Kuda in the building. Another defeat, you know. Don't know. Chuka <laughs> <laughs> chuka. Sure, and I'm back. Back on top. Where we belong. Wait, is he let's the only go. one that won this weekend as well? Come on. Oh, no. right. Okay. Well, anyway, let's go for the, you know <laughs> our first topic. We're gonna try and get this one out the way. Mm. Because uh, I've got a headache and I don't really want to talk about it too much. Obviously, one of the best games in Premier League history happened on this weekend. It is Man United versus Arsenal. Arsenal did come away with a 1-0 victory. Um, I mean, that's all I want to say about it, to be honest. Because <laughs> as a United fan, there was nothing really to look forward to. There was nothing really to enjoy in the game. Um, Pogba gave away a penalty. We led to the goal. Um, I mean, Arsenal came out, did their tactics. You know, anyone that does tactics against Solskjaer tends to win. Uh, no penalties given to United to save us. It was given to Arsenal instead to save them. And that's it. That's all I've got. I'm sorry, because I'm not going to lie to you. You guys are going to disagree with me, right? I saw that game doing nil-nil the whole match. I thought it was going to be a nil-nil thing, right? Until the penalty was given away and then they won. So... I was sitting there watching it going, all right, Arsenal are playing well, but this looks like a nil-nil game. So, yeah, that's it for me, but I, I ain't going to talk about much until I get triggered. So, go ahead. <laughs> you, man, say something. Get triggered. <laughs> this is how I know you're only in, mate. I'm 50-50. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's as good as only in, mate. <laughs> 50-50. <laughs> My days, because... I mean, I, I'm going to come back to you. You didn't just get away with this. <laughs> like what you think you can just say your little two cents and just cut nah bro what's that formation say what's that that uh so-called diamond slash circle slash triangle slash hexagon so i don't know what shape that what that is bro for me all it is is it's a manager that has six no centre midfielders and doesn't know how to get the best out of them i i personally think and this is going to be a hard one, that he needs to play one mobile defensive-ish player, Matic, and then an attacking mid. You can, you have a choice out of three. You can play Bruno, you can play Pogba, you can play Van der Beek, right? But it has to be Matic and either Fred and McTominay. That's your three in midfield. That means you can have three strikers. What I don't want to see is two strikers that pretty much do the same thing and none of them can hold the ball up. Any United fan that has doubted the value of Martial brings to United's attack saw it in that Arsenal game because no one could hold the ball at the top. It was a calamity of passing accuracy stats. Bruno had 71%. Rashford had less than 70 as well. Greenwood had less than 70 No one could keep the ball. And with Arsenal's high press, we looked like an amateur side. And yet... Without the penalty, I still don't think Arsenal would have won. And I'm, I'm it, that's yeah, that, but that's 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 obviously more to 
Arsenal's deficiencies, especially when it comes to creativity in it. Yeah. Everyone knows, you know, they they struggle to create. You know, we've seen it in previous games. You know, the game they lost to Leicester, even the West Ham game they won was a bit dodgy as well. So, you know, we've seen this from Arsenal. But you know, from a United perspective, considering the performance against um, Leipzig in the midweek, yeah. to then follow it up with this, it, you know, it just shows that the Leipzig thing, you know, the stars just aligned for that game. You know, it wasn't some masterclass or whatever. He just put good players on the pitch there. To, to be honest, I worked. mean, I don't understand what what I can see is our team is fitter and a little bit more sharper than certain teams right now. Because Newcastle game, we won in the last 20 minutes. PSG, we won in the last 10 minutes. Leipzig, we won in the last 25, 20 minutes, right? It seems like our game is now at the end rather than at the beginning. Last season, we used to play well, well at I the think, start I think... and then finish badly. Now it's the other way around. I'm not going to go to this Leipzig because we're obviously talking about Arsenal game, but I feel that game you you had control. The players that you had on the pitch there, you had, you know, smart players on the pitch, Matic, you know, Van Der Beek, all these kind of players. You actually sort of, you know, kept the ball and, you know, looked decent and then Minimize you brought the pace him, on. Yeah. And then you brought Bruno and and Rashford, who are direct players, you know, that are not very good at keeping the ball. I mean, these are just counter-attack players. You brought them on at the right time, which is towards the end of the match when Leipzig are now trying to chase the game and you know, you worked a treat. So tactically, very, si- very similar to Newcastle game. And so this yeah. is why what Arsenal did to us tactically was spot on. They didn't. Even, I mean, what they, what I really appreciated for them is they, you know, they showed people's true colours because all this talk about Maguire's good at the ball, Ling- Ling- Lindelof is good at the ball, Shaw apparently is all right on the ball according to Gary Neville afterwards, but Wan-Bissaka isn't. Um, all of them. Looked rubbish on the ball. They were crap. <laughs> Just they were crap. All of them. They were all crap. But this is the right? thing. I think. I think you look at that game. Yeah. I don't think any of your players played well in that game. Do you know what I mean? None. None. You know what I mean, and it was if, a mare. If a team has got everyone not playing well, fingers got to start pointing at the manager. Do you know what I mean? You can't tell me that all those players. And rightly so. And rightly so. And because I think... for me, I look at that team on those two teams on paper. Yeah, Man United got a better team there. You know, for me personally, in my own opinion, by far, you got a better on the team. bench. You know what I mean? And the players you can bring on from the bench, it, it, you know what I mean? Compared to what Arsenal can bring on from the bench, come on. Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 you should have absolutely finished that game. And again, I don't get why. I'm starting to think now, why did you even buy Van der Beek if he's not going to play? And especially if he's not going to play in this midfield that looks mad sketchy, bro. Do you know what I mean? You know, Bruno keeps losing the ball and stat padding. Pogba, oh. I don't know where he's at. He's on holiday. You His head's mean? in another place. <laughs> you know, uh, Fred. Fred for me is probably probably the most consistent one. I think I don't, I don't mind Fred right now. McTominay, he's McTominay. Yeah, like ugh, damn man, <laughs> it just doesn't doesn't work for me. I don't know if I'm Van der Beek and I'm looking at the man that are playing ahead of me. I'm vexed, bro. If I'm Van der Beek, I'm honest. I'm putting in a transfer request, bro. Because if I can't play in this team, then bruv, there is something completely wrong. Abbas, a question I've got for you. Are you still Oli in? Give Oli time? Or what? I am a you holding... think he's the man to carry you forward? I am still 50-50. That's it. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I think Poch is coming real soon. Uh, I don't understand how you can say 50-50 yet. It's, it's 100 games. 
what has he shown you to say? And again, I go, I go, I go back to you. I don't want to hear this. We need a right wing, a centre back, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, the players you have right now. Listen, you should be doing a percent. So giving him more players, he's not going to do anything. He ain't going to do anything. He's, he's I'm listen, for me particularly, right? I think what he needs now is Just to help call. him. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> 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 See, a lot of conversations I've been having uh, offline is mainly about the backroom staff. I think you can't have two inexperienced coaches and him and a Mick, um, Mick feeling. No one knows where he is. He's not on the sidelines anymore. He hasn't been on the sidelines really for most of the season. I mean, so that's your assistant manager missing. Yeah, but so, now, so what you're saying is, right? In order I to think he can for him get, to be good, he needs better people around him. There are some managers that are good at man management, and there's some managers that are good at tactics. So what is he good at? Because I think he's good at man management. I think he's good at making the players feel happy, getting them into believing into him because they still all believe in him, even though it's going terribly wrong. They still all believe in him, and they will give them. They will fight for the club and everything. I think he's great at that. Right. When it comes to tactics and maybe coaching players where to be, how to be, I think he he needs help in that department. Right. That's right. my so personal opinion. All right, let me let me let me jump in because you're going wild. Mm-hmm. Um, you think you you what did you say? You think he's good at man management, keeping yep. the players happy. So you think that these players are going on happy, knowing that they're getting slaughtered because of the club that you play for. And the way that they people expect you to perform, you think these players are going on happy? I think something I, something's not right. I I said before, this man was not the right man to manage your team. He, the last time he was in the Premiership, with the team that he was with. All right, cool. It was it's a whole different team, but brother, he got relegated with Cardiff. Why would you think this is the man to take your team forward? I mean, when he came in as interim manager, he done a good job, but that's where he should have ended there. Exactly. He it's like his interim has just gone too far. <laughs> you know what I mean? He done he done what he needed to do. He put out the right, fires so... that, that, that Mourinho created. Everyone yep. was happy, blah 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 You know what I mean? End of the season, go away, let's get a good manager. Now everyone's happy, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, and then you're just stuck with him. It's How like you get it's out? like you get a rebound chick and then you try to make it wifey. No, bro. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's a rebound wow. chick. <laughs> That's all bro, he's a rebound chick. All he's a rebound chick. Yeah, you know what? You know, hold on, Abbas. Hold on, Abbas. Before you go on your rant, (laughs) you know what? Nah, before you go on your long-winded discussion bit, there, there. Let me just jump in quickly. You see, with him, it's like you know when you hire a family member and they're no good at their job, but you got to keep them because they're family. That's kind of the situation (laughs) you man are in. Because at the time, I always said, why didn't you man go for either Poch or Ancelotti? Because Ancelotti's a proven, like, he's a winner, isn't it? And obviously, it's a shame to see him at Everton, but, in fact, then again, maybe it's a good thing, actually, because I don't want you, man, coming back and winning anything, really. <laughs> but, <laughs> I always I always think Oli wasn't the right man for you. I mean, yes, like I said, he put the wrongs that Mourinho... Di- then again, was Mourinho wrong? Because he said the biggest achievement he has was finishing second with that team. And <laughs> looking at how the team's performing now... Yeah, but it's not the same team anyway. And and for me... Yeah, but do you know what? I, I'm you, not going li- to... One thing I'm going to say is, people that keep talking about Mourinho need to stop that. Because he did all right in the first season. But in the second season, when he's talking about this, his biggest achievement, it was him 
And I remember we all went off at him in, on this podcast. It was him making some dreadful mistakes that made him finish 15-odd points behind um, Man City that season. It was him that constantly played a certain players, the terrible formation, bad attitude, defensive. No, 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 no. Stop that. You, it was I him think, that caused his problems. Yeah, but did, Let's did end Marine, that one. And the team's Marino, changed since he knew it. So. Did Mourinho have you in a position that you're in now? I'm only asking, don't jump down my throat. I'm only asking. Well, he did on his last season. He, all right, he did. All right. Because um, before he thing. left, I think on, we no, were no. not in top four. We were not in any semi any semi-finals. The only one thing that Ole is going to have good on his record, and I think he's gonna be, he's gonna struggle to emulate it this season. But you never know. I don't even think he's gonna finish this season. But that's another conversation. It's you know three three semi-finals and the top four finish fine, right? Anyone can say oh, but he should be doing more. Anyone finishing below him should not be saying he should be doing more because he clearly done more than what they had. But is he gonna get better than that? I'm not sure. Which is why I say I'm 50-50. Would well, I, I prefer someone else in place? Hope comes from though. What, what's he done that's shown you this 50% For me, hope? I'll be that? honest with you. I think if he got the right backroom staff, which he can get at any point, any point in the season, I think this whole season will turn around. But you're hoping that he gets the right back. What, what indication has there been that? He wants I, to get I, don't, the I don't know. That that, that's the part of me clutching straws. So where's the 50 coming from? You're just talking, bruv. You're literally just talking. For, like, have, what? <laughs> How does that make sense, bro? Do you know what I mean? Because he must see his own weakness. That's what I'm thinking. He must. He, he doesn't. He must trust the people because they've been there for time. Hundred games. Hundred games in charge. Yeah, but you know what? Another thing, I guess. Do you? You see, when you watch United play, do you see what type of football, or can you? Are you picturing what type of football you see that he wants to implement, or what he's trying to do? Do you see it? No comment. Why is that? I'm not saying no comment like he works for United, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you say no comment like he's in an interview room, bruv. Bruv. <laughs> this guy, bruv. This guy's finished it. I, okay, I've seen him try to implement two styles. Um, one, I don't, unsuccessfully, and the other one, I don't really rate it too highly. So obviously the the one thing that United are good at is the counter-attacking football at blistering space. So at pace, sorry. So direct counter-attacking football. He's brilliant at that. We have the players for that. Um, mm. What he struggles with is when United have to keep high possession, high quality possession of the ball and break a team down. But we always seem to want to start with a possession football first, which is why we were doing stupidness, like playing out of the back. And... Again, like with the Arsenal game, after five minutes, I could see the playing at the back wasn't going to work. So I expected him to change to something else. That's up me watching after five minutes. Because after five, ten minutes, Arsenal were just pressing us every time we try and do a short kick. So I don't know why he kept trying to do it. Because it clearly wasn't working. But that's... Do you know what? Yeah, we've, we've had a lot of talk about United. How, 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 how was Arsenal? Because, I, you know I'm going to say congratulations, Hell Nene. Because you had me looking double take, like, is this you actually playing? I, done, yeah. he, he, he done exceptionally well. I will take my hats off to him there. I'll take he has so much room in that midfield, didn't it? He has so much room to come back, pick up the ball, and run. You know what and it's like, there's two of them. There's Partey. That's, oh, thank you. Partey oh, my God. And 
Partey and Elneny yeah, against four midfielders. <laughs> and they're getting bossed. <laughs> Two on four. And, uh, yeah. Yo, they're about to mess you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Mess. oh, dear, oh, dear. Yeah, I mean, I think they did well. I think they did very well. I think probably that's one of their best games of the season. Mate, but, they had a they had a game plan. They stuck to that to the yeah, T. There was I, no my only thing is babies. my only thing is like I said at the beginning of the segment. I still didn't see. I I was I was listening because the second half I was mainly listening. Honestly, until the penalty came, I didn't think they were going to be able to score. I think you they would have just it would have been one of those games for them where it was just they just. They just couldn't get over the line. Do you know what? They struggled to create again. I mean, they had those little, little, what I'd call half chances. Lacazette, mate. That guy. I don't know. I don't think he should touch a picture. And this is the thing. When I see all our Arsenal fans celebrating, oh, all right, fine, you got the point. But honestly, take out that penalty and they weren't scoring. They were definitely not going to score. But you got to factor in. Well, you got to factor in as well. Okay, Arsenal, they've won. This is their first win away to the big six in what five years 2015 was the last one yeah so okay obviously they will look at that as a positive which is but again you know if you look at contextually in terms of this season crystal palace with mccarthy and mccarthy dominated united brighton even though they lost in the end dominated united do you know what i mean teams that are a lot worse than arsenal <laughs> have shown that this united you know can be dominated so it's like was it really that good of a performance? Do you know what I mean? You know, or United, really terrible. And at the same time as well, I mean, did you see the parking of the bus at Teta done at the, at, at the end? <laughs> Yo, this man had almost seven defenders on the pitch. Not even Pulis has done that. Bruv, his last time they had one day was, what did they say, 2006? I can understand why he done what he done. <laughs> oh, man, no wonder they're calling him the Paella Pulis, boy. I'm telling you, bro, this guy is mad defensive. But that's, I understand it a little bit because he obviously doesn't trust his, you know, his, his team to be, you know, he doesn't trust them to, to try and be more creative because he knows they're just going to leave themselves so open, you know. But, oh, my God, is it mad defensive, boy. <laughs> It's absolutely, it's so defensive. That, uh, that's why, for me, this whole Ateta thing is kind of, it's positive, but at the same time, I don't think it's as good as what people are saying because, listen, there's a reason why the teams at the bottom, like, you know, the likes of Palace and all these teams, there's a reason why we all park the bus every time because that's the easiest way to get wins. That's the easiest way to put points on the table. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the shut-up shop rather than say, oh, you know what, we're rubbish. Let's just go gun hole and hope for the best. You know, so... You know, when he, when they start to play better football, then I'll start to rate a tear. But right now, jury's still out for me. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let me ask you a question, Kuda. If you was a Man United supporter... Oh, my God. Boy. Would you be an Oli in or out, man? I would be the biggest Oli out, man. I think I would even change my name on social media to Oli out. Hashtag Oli out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would have been, I would have been like, yo, Ollie out. No way. There's absolutely no way. This guy hasn't got a clue what he's doing. Nah. He's just, he's just wasting Pochettino's time right now. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's doing. <laughs> Mate, I was really keen. He was spot on with some of the things he said about United and then, but 
boy. That's the I'll thing leave. with Roy Keane. I, I, it's like, I hear what he's saying sometimes, but at the same time, I'm just like, he's talking sometimes, he's talking about all this passion and effort and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, but it's not because of passion and effort they lost the game, bruv. Do you know what I mean? The tactics were whack. What do you want them to do? Go and do two-footer challenges to show that they care. Like, sometimes I don't, I don't necessarily understand what he's, <laughs> you know what I mean, what he wants, you know. So, yeah. But anyway, I agree, I agree with what you're saying, you know. You know some, of, some of the play wasn't good enough. Your man Pogba, what you got to say about that, that piece of play there? Sure. About Abbas. It I wasn't mean, his fault. He was tired. No, 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 no. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what excuse he came up with. That was just utter madness. Right? Uh, he's given away two penalties in the Premier League. Um, Bruno's given away one as well. Um, I, I clearly, those two should not be anywhere near our penalty area. <laughs> so, we need to sort that out. Because, God. Like I said, I think it was a ter- it was a terrible unneeded challenge um i would even use the word childish to be honest um to do to make lazy a, like just a lazy foot man i mean i don't even think it was lazy i just think it was just like like it's too dangerous when you're not sure where the guy is coming from it's like this why are you stretching for it if you have to stretch for it in a box and you don't know where the other guy is which who you know is faster than you i wouldn't do it it's always a risk um, could have just followed him and let him try and cross the ball in, but anyway, he, he did make a mis- he did make the mistake. Um, I appreciate the fact he came out and defended himself, or you know, or not defended himself, yeah, explained and said sorry. Yeah. Because when other players in the United team <laughs> make the same mistake, we don't see them saying sorry, which is something I find really odd with media. But I'm not even going to open that case right now because I found that really weird that they interviewed him. <laughs> like Lindelof ain't been there making mistakes game after game. So, but yeah, that's yeah, that's just a shocker. Just a shocker. <laughs> yeah, that's so unnecessary, man. I mean, I don't think Bellerino is about to do anything anyway. Exactly. That was, that's why it's just so annoying. And knowing, like I said, knowing that's why we lost. That's what's that's what's really annoying about it. That's what's really mm-hmm. annoying about it. But yeah, calm, calm. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some other games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you're glad about that. Yep, I am. I am. But we we do need to talk about. We're going to talk about two games, which is um, the Tottenham game. I'm trying to get the thing. Tottenham versus Brighton, where they won two one, and a little conversation about the Liverpool win with West Ham two one win, because there's two incidents in here that we got to talk about in generalising. I know Sean is ready to defend his team already, so I'm going to ask this to Kuda straight away. Boy, right? don't ask me, boy. I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> don't ask me, bro. I'm going to pay no £14 or whatever the hell it is that they want nowadays. <laughs> oh, oh, oh I, I, that. I saw the one... Is it, is it the... Which one are you talking Because I, I never saw the Salah one. I saw the... the Harry Kane one. The Harry Kane one. Harry Kane and Salah. They both scored the they both scored the penalties that came from them. Um obviously looking at the score line, those penalties did, did matter big time. And the only question I was gonna ask is do these fouls happen if they're not looking for a foul or making a meal out of it? That is the question I was going to ask. But you can't answer the Salah one, so I'm gonna give it to Sean, but I know what the answer is from Sean anyway. So Sean, go on. Go ahead. Well, 
VAR looked at it and they deemed oh. it a penalty, didn't they? No, <laughs> didn't oh, a man kick the man's foot? Oh, yes, he made a meal of it. I'm not going to deny that, that it was theatrical, but he made contact with his feet with Mo Salah's foot. Be honest, if that was the other way around, take away the theatrics, would you be asked? Would you be asking? Would you? Be okay with a referee giving a penny for the slightest of touch you got there. It wasn't a slight touch, bro. It was a slight <laughs> touch, man. It was medium. And this is a contact sport. But, all right. I hear what you're saying. I don't believe what you're but, saying. Yeah, yeah but... yeah. VAR has looked at it and they've deemed it a penalty. So, who am I to go against VAR? Can you, yeah. can, are you hearing yeah. this? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to go against VAR? <laughs> this is a new one. <laughs> this is a new nah, you one. You know what? VAR has been shocking. I ain't even going to lie. VAR has been shocking, but they deemed it a penny. And I'm sure I read somewhere, Masawaku even came out and said, because I think David Moyes was tied to pipe up the silly little... I can't mm-hmm. even curse him right yeah. now, but yeah, but he was trying to say, yeah, oh, it wasn't a penny, but Masawaku came out and said, I kicked the man's foot. Yeah. So, if you, if the player himself has come out and said he's kicked a man's foot and you can see he's kicked the man's foot, what is it then? He's not got none of the ball, he's got the man's foot, what do you want him to do? Alright, fair enough, fair enough. And what do you think about Harry Kane's one? Harry Kane's one, I'm going to just interject, right? Because I've seen him do it, I think this season alone, he's done it about three, four times. Not necessarily got a penalty out of it. I mean, let's be honest here. Lallana's looking at the ball, jumped in the air to challenge for the ball. Kane has only looked at the ball. I don't even think he's looked at the ball, actually. Let me just reframe that. Kane hasn't looked at the ball. He's looking for the contact. And then he's (laughs) gone down. Is that really a penalty? Again, VAR checked it. So, following Sean's thinking... Or defense, we have to say it is, but come on, surely, surely, whoever <laughs> saw that, it's not a pen. Come on, guys, oh, man. help me. Nah, help it's, me. It's, it's, that's that's one of those like, if it's it depends where you sit, if it's your team, you're always gonna be like, you know what, yeah, you looked for it, but it's still a foul. If it's not your team, you're like, nah, man, <laughs> you know I mean? that, that's 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 not a penalty, but but that's where that's that's the funny thing though, penalties, isn't it? Because I look at that Kane one, you know, I think that's not a penalty. But if that happened outside the box, I'd be like, ah, foul. Do you know what I mean? I don't have a problem with the referee blowing for that. Uh, but to, to give Imagine, a penalty, it's, because, it's a mad because penalty is such a big punishment, it's like, ah, it's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit me, mad right? to give this for is that. The, this is the thing, the mad thing about that situation. I think it's a foul on the other, for the other team. Because you know, mm-hmm. it's illegal for you to bend down when the guy's jumping behind you because you know he's going to land awkwardly people don't like that I don't know maybe not illegal but it's it's one of those things that people don't just they just don't do right and you can see Kane is looking for the slightest touch and then he's going down straight away it's actually more dangerous for the person who jumped up to header it than it is for Kane and they've gone looking for the ball now all of a sudden their body is being hit by another body who's planted himself there and now Mm. they're just they've they will definitely not get the ball because they're spinning out of trajectory, spinning out of control. I think it's more dangerous for him. I think it should have gone the other way. So I'm very shocked that I see that pen- I saw that penalty being given. And because I've seen him do it previously, I'm thinking, referees, you should know better. But VAR 
had ruled them both as penalties, which was uh, shocking to me. I have to say. So uh, all right, let, let me let's get let's get this clear this up right now. You are saying that a man kicking the next man's foot in the box and not getting none of the ball is not a penny. So Salah's one's not a penny. I'm, I'm saying the contact was it enough to give a penny? And I'm thinking, I don't think it was. Big now, that's after just, last just the season, contact, just the contact. Now, if you then add the theatrics, and yes, you're going to point out Bruno Fernandez in this one. And even in those times, I took the penalty, but I said, it's a bit suspect. <laughs> I don't recall you saying that. <laughs> I don't recall you saying that. Maybe off mic, but definitely probably not off okay. mic. <laughs> Off the record, so to speak. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I just thought they were soft. And bearing in mind they were the you know winning goals in a, in a sense, it's just one of those things where I thought let's talk about it. All right. Uh what I want to do mention is let, let me how ask had... you a question. Yeah, go on. You see Jota's first one that got ruled off offside. No, it was a foul I'm on the off, goal. Foul. Was it was it a foul? Okay, you can pick. You can pick. You can pick. He either hit the defender. He hit the defender and hit the goalkeeper. The goal. The defender was behind him. Yeah, but remember the slide tackle. I think the slide. The foul was given on the slide tackle through the defender. No one even com- had a conversation about the way he hit the goalkeeper as well. He's just saying, underneath the goalkeeper, bro. It's the defender. I had. I forget. Yeah, I. I hear what you're saying. Go on to the next point. On on okay, so it's still on the same Liverpool. How how happy are you about Jota's signing and how he's uh, blended into the team? And obviously, w- people don't know it, but you know he's they're playing right now. I think Jota scored. I don't know how many goals. Hat trick. There you go. And then for for this one, Kuda, you should join in the sort of way. Is uh, how hard is it going to be for Firmino to come back into this team? Mate, we've got a big squad. We're in loads of competitions. It's a rotation thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Kuda. What are you going to say to that? Uh, well, for, for me, it would be hard to, for him to come back into the team. But in reality, yeah, Liverpool, they I mean, they seem to think he's prime Zidane or something. So he, he, he'll be starting soon enough. He's Listen, not, he's Bobby, he's, he's going for a bad patch, isn't it? But when Bobby was on form, yeah, he wasn't scoring a lot of goals, but he makes a lot of goals, isn't it? So I might can say what they want in it, but my team still bangs in it. Yeah, but we're saying that he's yeah, not. We're talking about now. the player here. Don't try. Don't try. <laughs> <this thing>. It's <laughs> a team <laughs> effort. Must try. Must run. Must see TV like. The only comment I'll say to that is I see Liverpool score without him because I mean, last season I don't think you had good enough replacement to take him out and his creativity. I'm going to put that as professionally as I can. Because of his creativity, right, you couldn't pull him out the team. Now I'm watching you guys play without him very well. And I'm thinking, do they need him now? He's going through a rough patch, so maybe he'll come back even better. But you Maybe you come back, but Jota has stepped it up, in it? Jota has stepped up. I mean, even when we signed Jota, it came out of the blue. And boy, it's been a good sign. I mean, because some of the goals he scored tonight... I'm not gonna lie, I saw one of them already. I've seen two of them, so yeah, 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 yeah. He's definitely doing it. Um, 
ain't really interested in any of the other scorelines. I think Man City game was was bound to happen. What's happening with, with Everton though? I didn't watch any of the games though, but I know they've lost the last two, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Ever since Hamilton got injured, it's looking a bit wobbly over there. Yeah, so man? basically, key players being injured. Um, Richarlison is so important, gives them width, gives them creativity on the left. Um, James, um, James, uh, James Rodriguez as well, I think he's missing. Um, so yeah, he's just, I think they don't have a squad to cover the first team, right? Uh, I don't even think they have really the money as well to fix the problem as well. So this is the sort of thing that, if you remember in a couple of the first episodes when we said he is going to do well with the Everton team, I think, I don't know if it was Kuda or Stuart mentioned that it's all about when injuries start coming, how is he going to handle that? And I think this is just evidence now that it's going to be a struggle when he doesn't have his first 11. Uh, I would have to say um, James Ward-Prowse, two glorious free kicks. Brilliant. Glorious free kicks, kick maestro, eh? Yeah, mm. absolutely carbon copy. Interesting almost. that uh, Pickford didn't start, innit? He got dropped. It was injured or he got dropped. I don't, I don't know. I know he wasn't you playing. See, Pickford. I think uh, Ancelotti said he's he's rotating now, but I think he's mm. dropped. I think he's dropped. <laughs> mm. I, he needs the, to. Be. That's the beginning of the end, way. Right? <laughs> I, I mean, that's the only the thing that's saving Pickford right now is well, to that's the thing. The only thing that's saving him is Everton are not winning comfortably without him, so he might sneak his way back into the team, but I personally think he should But you be... see, Everton are winning has got nothing to do with Pickford, mate. Pickford is a yeah. joke. Pickford makes it harder for them to win, yeah. But <laughs> he might feel he might feel some way. Um, yeah. I think... Oh, I don't think... I think that's it, really. I don't think there was anything... Oh, Fulham. I think Fulham finally won. They got the first win. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Mad thing. That was a shot because that was 2-0. But then again, it's against West Brom, so... <laughs> it was a championship I... game. We don't know basically, if it's really... Basically. Is it really a first win? <laughs> <laughs> and then I think uh, the only other scoreline to really talk about and digest is uh, Leicester City taking apart um, Leeds. Leeds United. Yeah, I mean, that was... Counter-attacking football best, the, I think. I know this, may, this may be a bit too soon, but is the novelty kind of wearing off for um, Leeds? No, I think this is bound to happen. And I think this would have happened more in the Championship if they had better quality teams. His mm. football is expansive. His football is is live. Is It's exciting. There's going to be some teams that just know how to take you apart. Leicester are a good counter-attacking team. Uh, Rogers, um, good manager, and let's be honest, Rogers knows what he's doing as well. So, I think he, they're gonna get results like this sometimes, and you just have to take it. Really, they, they're gonna take it. I just don't. Th- I don't think they're gonna be in trouble. I think they have enough to stay out of the battle. It's whether they are going to battle hard enough for top six. That's pretty much what Stuart is just hoping for, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? But outside of that, I mean, I I, I say I expect them to have some results with with you know top top eight teams that might happen like this, and sometimes they might win. So you know, it is what it is. Let's see. So predictions. Let's do some predictions. We have got five games here. I've listed five games here. Mm-hmm. Um, the five games. 
Let's do first things first. Hold on, one second. Abs, let me interrupt you here because you're taking away my segue of the show. I usually do this bit, so <laughs> I will be taking this oh, back, yeah, mate. Take it over. Take it yeah. over, sir. Take it He's over. He's trying to take out of his mouth, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. No, you know what? Sorry, sorry. I got too comfortable. Look at the tea leaf, boy. <laughs> <laughs> right, let me kick this off. All right, first game. We've got Everton versus United. I've got Everton for a 2-1 victory. Mm. Oh, wait. Everton 2-1. He's about to write it wrong. Kudo, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going I'm to be on the fence. I'm going 1-1. Um, I am going to be Oli in for this game. I'm doing 2-1. What Everton as well, yeah? Uh two one United. All right. All right, we got the next one. We got Palace versus Leeds. I got this for a free free. I'm just being biased here. So yeah. I two one palace. <laughs> I have zero confidence in this game to be honest. Uh I'm not going to lie. I'm going to give this Leagues 3-1. All right. I have zero confidence, but 3-1, you kind of take liberties there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We've got West Ham v Fulham. I've got West Ham for a 3-1 victory. Yeah, I'm going to go West Ham 2-0. It seems like I'm copying, but yeah. You know what? 3-0. 3-0 West Ham. All right. All right. So, all right, cool. The last two, you're going to go first, Abbas. Right. <laughs> we've got Man City v Liverpool. Abbas. Oh, my God. How much money is on this? This, this <laughs> Boy. Say with your chest. I with my chest. Yeah. 2 2. <laughs> chest. <laughs> I'm going uh, 2 1 Liverpool. Liverpool. Sorry, what's and that? on three two Liverpool. Oh boss. Yeah. Alright, and on to the last game. We got Arsenal versus Villa. Abbas, kick it off. Four three Villa. Hmm. Oh, this is a hard <laughs> oh, this is a <laughs> when it's a hard one. I'm just going for the scoreline I want. Oh man, I don't know which way to go with this one, you know. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get my splinters again, boy. Splinters in my back. Yeah, two two. <laughs> All right, I'm going for an Arsenal three nil victory. Jeez. Jeez. All right. All right. Someone's getting points anyway. <laughs> All right, all right. There we go, lads. There's the uh, the score lines for this weekend. There are your bets that you should place. You know, I think we some of us, some of us, someone of us is going to get right. Uh, as always, gamble responsibly. When the fun stops, stop. And the last one, tap out for timeout. Have out for what now? <laughs> hey, it's a new that? one. It's on YouTube, isn't it? 
What the? What <laughs> timeout? That's what he said. That I told you I was going to get the new one. Yeah, I, I remember you saying in the last pod, but I didn't know it was tap out for a timeout. That like, sounds like nonsense. Bro. What does that even mean? <laughs> Have you not seen the adverts with the guy doing an ankle lock or one of the guy with the phone? Oh, right. Okay. Well, the phone just locks out all the betting apps assigned, is it? Yeah. So it's just telling him to stop trying to do stupid bets in Kazakhstan and stuff like that. That's when you've got a problem, man. <laughs> <laughs> the phone's having to be a lock off, you know. Nah, that's that's all mad over there. Anyway, anyway, if you've enjoyed listening to the pod, make sure you subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff on all the streaming platforms. We're everywhere. We're out here. Uh, if you want to hit us up, you can uh, catch us on Twitter, E2E Football Pod, Facebook, n 2 Football Podcast, and uh, Instagram, n 2 Football Podcast. See you again next week later. Adios.